Hello, beautifuls. Welcome to Intuitive Conversations with Christine Keeland and Renee Kane. I'm Christine. I'm Renee. As best friends and intuitives, we have fantastic conversations in all things spiritual. We have been inspired to share these conversations with you. Hello, Renee. Hi, girlfriend. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Really excited to have another conversation. And, you know, this energy has been ramping up all year since January, February, March, getting into the fall. There's this new essence to the, to the, to the air, the energy. There's electricity that I haven't felt before. There's a, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it smells like sulfur and that's not accurate, but there's a, there's a new, there's a newness of possibility and potential in the vibratory field, not the frequency field that does actually have a different scent to it. I agree. Color scent. Yeah, so there's this excitement, and as we were talking a little bit before we started, before we got on today, you know, the soul needs to take the lead, what's what's still, what's active, Mm -hmm. and it feels like there's the, not the calm before the storm, maybe it is the calm before the storm. Could be. But there's this, yeah, so what do you, how are you feeling right now? I'm finding it's really interesting in having conversations with other people, too, like I've had Oh, more than once in the last couple of weeks, people say it just there's just a different smell. Isn't there a different smell? And it's like, yeah, there is. And I know we've had fires and things mm-hmm. here, but it's not that. No, it's- I, I think it's something other than that. I mean, that 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 is in of itself something different too. Mm-hmm. But there's this different. There's a different thing, and I and I can identify with it because a number of people have referred to it as a chemical smell. Mm-hmm. which the sulfur yeah. is a chemical smell to me. So it's like there's something it's, it's different, not completely definable. I went for a bike ride the other night, and we had just had a really kind of intense storm, hail, and a lot of trees went down and everything. And then we have the Canadian fires. I went for a bike ride, and I've had, you know, you know, you know what a storm smells like. You know what mm-hmm. the earth moist smells like. And you know what the fire smells like. But it was a different quality, and it actually was a different scent. And I don't have a... I don't have definition for it, but I can actually like see the chemical, the carbon based or the, you know, the, the symbols they're showing me is different than I've seen before. Mm-hmm. It's like, looks like backwards hieroglyphics, but like that's, that's good, Christine. Not quite correct, not quite correct, but you know, <laughs> in your, in your, in your cue cards you have in your head, that's like, okay, that's close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a different. It's just something, it's an, for me, it comes across as, it's an underlying odor scent, whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's it's an opening. It's something new. Yeah, it's like this opening coming out of the earth, and this this oh necessity to be really grounded into your carbon body, into your platform, to be really grounded into earth in a way we haven't been. Like we've been kind of hiding in the earth. Like we've been hiding a little bit in the density of the earth and the darkness of the earth. And darkness, I just mean you know, not an ability to hold a higher vibration. So I mean by darkness. It's like there's this cracking open, and I'm. I think what we're sensing is the different frequency that's becoming available, and it does smell different, sound different, mm-hmm. has a different drumbeat, has a different color. So, yeah, it's really interesting, and I think you know, and and it's that ability to learn to listen and to be. For me, it's to focus without a without a necessary outcome. Oh. And it's actually not new. No. It's a very ancient, ancient. 
and we've buried it and we've buried it and we're cracking it open. Yay for us. Yeah. Yay for us. We're, we're getting back to some of our original soul plan. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to talk about soul plan. A yeah. Bit today let's, too. let's. Yeah. Because and, that's, it's like, it's cracking open all of these programs that we have stacked on ourselves. Kind of like a, I see it like, um, those old jukeboxes where there's records, 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 yeah. records, records, records. And that's how we've stacked all this crap on top of. Yeah. And it's like we're breaking those off. Yep. And then there's one <clears throat> pulls out one pulls out of the stack, right? Yep. And you can play yep. something different and and we're cracking yeah. open this new, new to us but ancient, ancient vibration. And it's like going back there's an origin in there. Mm-hmm. Not an origin story, but there's an origin vibrational holding space too. And like there's a soul plan for the individual, there's still a soul plan for this humanity. Mm-hmm. There's a soul plan for the planet, for the being mm-hmm. the planet. So let's look at all those different soul plans and how do we create a soul plan? Do we adjust our soul plans? Who's involved in a soul plan? All those all kind of those cool things. Pieces. Maybe it's a new concept to people, or maybe it's something they're very you know, maybe you guys are very familiar with it. But you know, understanding your own soul plan, how it's created is really important, I think. Good thing to understand. It can be very helpful to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's uber important to understand that you can create and have a soul plan when you come. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that it has to stay in no. that exact plan, shape, or form because you created it before you came here. Yeah. We still have the ability to make the changes necessary for us to achieve the end result that we're going yes. for. Yes, and I think in this era, mm-hmm. this 100-year frame, it's really important that we go with the, we follow our own flow mm-hmm. and that we adjust and we really do understand what free will is. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just hearing back up a little bit, like a soul plan, one, to have a soul plan for this planet is not available for all beings. You have to have a certain amount of savvy, perhaps, mm-hmm. because this is a this is a planet of great potential, and it's very new. So, working in a new system where all the kinks aren't worked out, you need a little bit of flexibility, flexibility and awareness, and awareness mm-hmm. of self, right? Because you're going yes. you're going into a place that's not very aware. Correct. Yeah, and so in your soul plan, you have your you know your whole your whole um. You have, you have the ability to look at yourself fully. Everything I've experienced everywhere. How does this experience, I'm going into, I'm going to land in 1960, for me, I'm going to land in 1961, right? What am I going to pull in all the wisdom from other parts of me, wherever that may exist? What's my best potential that I want to experience? Mm-hmm. And who am I going to involve in that? Who's going to help me? Who am mm-hmm. I going to assist? Who jumps in and says, yeah. I'll help you, Christine. What, me, what mm-hmm. makes the biggest spice in life? They're showing me like a big bowl of chili or um, they're making it very simple for us, I think. Big bowl of chili or like a vegetable soup. Mm-hmm. So the broth may be, um, see if this makes sense. The broth is the soul's essence and everything that I understand about myself. And then I may add you know, some spice or carrots or everything you add is an experience that will add flavor to the life experience. And it'll be, um, so you can look at, 
you can look and just see, wow, the taste of a carrot is very sweet and very adds to the adds to my vegetable soup. Mm -hmm. You see, I got ahead a little bit. I missed a point here, but um, yeah. So part of the soul plan is putting together all the pieces that will make the best soup for your life experience. Yep. Where's all my spices? Where's all my you know um, mm -hmm. vegetables? Where's my protein? however you want to put it together, and then you get the best. But if you want to, you can just pull out a ladle and have a little bit of something to look at. Mm -hmm. Because the whole entire wisdom of your spirit creates a soul plan with mm -hmm. others. And for some, it may be, there's a concept I want to understand. I'm taking a lot of, I'm having, it's a diligent process. I'm looking at, I've done this before. Mm -hmm. I've had multiple soul plans. I kind of know where my kinks are. This one I kind of came and kind of slid into the body really too quick. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Perhaps. happens. Or maybe, or maybe that was the intention is to have kind of have a haphazard. What's it like to have kind of a haphazard plan to not have everything so defined there. And there may be another soul experience where I want to have pretty much, I know I want to work on these big concepts, mm -hmm. but I'm really pulling partners to help me achieve that. Understand it, come to some wisdom with that. So there's there's multiple ways to do it, but it always involves um, the highest wisdom, I guess. And a big way to explain it. Sure, and there's that's why sometimes we find it. I'm going to use the word confusing to look at someone and 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 say, why would they? Why are they living like this or doing this or why is this their experience? They may have chosen when they created their soul plan to come in and experience this exact yeah. thing. Yeah. So for us to say there's something wrong with them experiencing that, we need to always look at that. We 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 can go in if they'll let us and mm -hmm. see what their soul plan yeah. looks like. And it's oftentimes they don't want you to see it, no, so you no. can't. It's just it's that total ability to be able to love outside of ourselves, love everything about whomever mm -hmm. we're working with unconditionally, totally, because they have their own soul plan. I have my own soul Absolutely. plan. Absolutely. Christine has her own soul plan. Do we overlap? Yeah. Absolutely. Oftentimes we overlap with people. We just, it's why sometimes you look and you don't understand why someone's having all this stuff happen in their life. It's part of their soul plan. Yeah. Yep. And there's, there may be, Okay, a lot of people ask me, well, why would I have this life experience that seems so extreme or really mm -hmm. tough, or how come I can't get how come I can't get past this? You know, soul plans for a definite time period, right? Yes. But it's like one slice of a great, great big, great picture. big thing. It's like mm -hmm. one page of a mm -hmm. thousand page book. And the reason we have on our soul plan to have some difficulty is because one, we, we see the value in it for ourselves and perhaps for others. But also an understanding on, on a really deep conscious level that I can withstand this, mm -hmm. that I feel that I can, you know, I, I can grow from this. I have I do have an understanding that this is my best and may I do need a full picture of something. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, the opposite end of what you've experienced, when something else, but but it's a it's a knowing. And there's even a bit of excitement that I can not power through it. Maybe it is powering through it. Could be. But I can this brings value to me. It's not in the physical, it's overwhelming and can be very, even something that's like really great and grand. Yes, can be. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, but it is 
it's always that this is my best and I'm excited to do it. Mm -hmm. And so the things that look tragic and traumatic are in a limited viewpoint mm -hmm. until we get a bigger understanding. Well, and and a, a good example of, I think, yeah. what I was trying to say, too, is, you know, there are, are, there are souls that come to planet Earth, and they don't stay with us very long. You mm -hmm. know, it's um, when a child leaves unexpectedly yeah. or whatever. And we tend to fall into this, this grief and why, why, why syndrome, etc. Yeah. Yet, that really is their soul plan. That's their perfect they soul plan. They only came to experience up to that point. Yeah what they needed to experience. Yeah. So for us to get locked into the sorrow and the grief, yeah, we gotta grieve mm -hmm. when someone leaves Absolutely. us. That, that, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but we need to be able to, we need to be not stuck in someone else's soul plan. Mm -hmm. We need to be moving through our yeah. soul plan. And recognize that is part of our soul plan. Mm -hmm. We have somebody in our life that lives a hundred years with us, lives us up from birth to whatever our death is, mm -hmm. or somebody that comes in for a few seconds, a few moments, yeah, comes yeah, in yeah. for, you know, and that is the natural flow of life. You have friends that are here for, you know, maybe you've had them since preschool and you have them for mm -hmm. some that's short term, but I'm glad you mentioned that because it is a misunderstanding to people that people come and leave the body not under their own free will, mm -hmm. or that something's happened to them. Mm -hmm. A lot of the a lot of the souls that come and have a very short life period, like they just sleep, they have such a great, like celebratory. We I did it, and I I express mm -hmm. I express what I want to express. You know, the giving and receiving sometimes is in perfect harmony, mm -hmm. and that may be what they're working on. So again, it's like there's always a it's like big you know these big beautiful markers and watercolors and you know symphonies that we put into our soul. There's so much effort and so much. Concentration, diligence, dedication. Yes. There's such yes. dedication to our soul plans, and they build on each. They build on each life experience, mm -hmm. the multiple life experiences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There is just so there are so many aspects to all of this that to stay stagnant in thinking in one line yeah. of thought mm -hmm. or in one moment of this soul plan yeah. is is actually harmful to us. It actually doesn't allow us to be who we are. And I'm not going to say that's always easy to get yourself out of, mm -hmm. but you can because you've created this plan that allows you for that. And if you are focused on seeing who that person is or that being or that experience is that will bounce you out of something you're stuck in, then you're moving forward in your soul plan. Yeah. But you have to be vigilant and you mm -hmm. have to be aware and observing mm -hmm. at all times. Yeah. If we tend to, to leave ourselves stagnant and just floating in this little pool of grief or doubt or whatever you want to call it, that's when we end up just not living our soul plan. That's when we end up just closing off to everything. Yeah. It becomes a very small limited life and that may be yeah. part of your soul plan to have limitation it might be. right because it might be. and i want to mention one thing and i'm gonna then have a question for you too. i want to make sure we look at why would we create a soul plan i hear somebody in the, somebody asking like why would you even start one like why would you have a roadmap but when we get when we feel like we're off and are we off like how do we help someone yes to understand like what you were just talking about mm -hmm. how would you help someone with that or how have you helped yourself 
Well, I can I can say how I I've helped myself clearly when I know that I'm I'm just like languishing in something that is just I'm done with, but I for whatever reason it's still clinging to me. Then I I call you or I call <laughs> another couple friends I can call and I just say, all right, this is where I'm at. I know that I'm hanging on to something. I know it needs to go for whatever reason. I'm hanging on really tight. And then I work it through with somebody. Yeah. And then they can say, oh, hey, I can see this in your energy field. And, and I'll be like, oh, you're right. Yeah. Now Sometimes the bell goes need, off, right? Yeah, yeah, the bell goes off. Sometimes we need assistance. Oftentimes we can get there. But, boy, it's really nice to have assistance with others. And so nice to have support. And, you know, sometimes you're hanging on something. Sometimes you're grabbing for something. And yeah, have, both a, ways. have some support and direction. And it's like, what am I grabbing for? Is that actually my best? Like, what am I reaching for? Like, reaching is such a great thing because it stretches you. But it's nice to have a check-in once in a while. Yes. Is this reach my best? Mm -hmm. What I'm reaching for, what I'm grabbing for, is that what I really want to pull into my experience? And I think that's a big one. I'm reaching for something way over here. That isn't even in my soul plan. And then that gets very and then, frustrating. And that, that can be helpful yeah. because sometimes when I've helped other people, mm -hmm. when they're trying to move forward, it's very simple. It's like you have the conversation and then something pops in, a word or two, and then you go, oh my goodness, that's it. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. that quick because we usually get to it ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's just somebody will just say a word or two or make a phrase it's like, why, I'm, why am I reaching for that? I, that isn't even where I want to go. And when I'm looking at soul plans right now, there's a, there's a space. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at a soul plan and sometimes they look like, because they look different according to like who created it and what their, yes. what their creative vibe is. Sometimes like post-it notes or I see, you know, markers. And like, it looks like very, well, this is interesting, like a preschooler's creating a poster board <laughs> or a middle schooler. So that depends, I'm hearing now, that depends like how many times have you created a soul plan. The first couple times you create a soul plan, it may not have as much information on it. It may be kind of a beginner plan. Uh -huh. And then my last my train of thought for just a minute, so hang with me. You got too many streams going here. Reel me in back. Reel me in, Renee. Where was, <laughs> where was I going with this? All right. Um, <clears throat> creating um, soul plans. Creating a soul plan. Yeah. So, oh, so... Typically, it's a conceptual thing. What's the concept mm -hmm. I'm working on? Is it self-responsibility? Is it compassion for self, compassion for others? Is it focus? Is it whatever? And then you have all these interjections with other people or, or life experience mm -hmm. that will help you understand and evolve, expand mm -hmm. that concept. Yeah. This is just popping in for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure how it fits other than that. In our life experiences, are there people, and I'm talking to all of you as well as Chris and I, are there people who show up in your life at just the right moment, and then they're gone again? Absolutely. And they show up five years later at just the right moment, yeah. and then they're gone again. Yeah. And they're part of the so coordinators. They're part of it, yes. It's like you have this great big powwow, you have this great big you know, gathering before you, it, way before you even think about incarnating. Mm-hmm. There's a soul gathering, an energetic gathering, and how am I going to show up? How, I can help you. I've got a piece. We, mm -hmm. You know, it's this beautiful orchestration. And yeah, sometimes it's meant for just, you know, five minutes, five seconds, five years, and then in and out. And then so come funny. back later. And maybe they come back in later because you weren't quite 
You're slipping Able. a little, maybe. Slipping, right? <clears throat> yep. I need a little help here. Yep. A little inspiration. A reminder, maybe. I think that's absolutely one of those things. We think of it in a way as a synchronicity, which it is. Yeah. But I would, I would ask you to just look back in your life at certain people and when they show up. They're a part of your soul group. They're a part of who you lined up or agreed with mm -hmm. to be a part of your life. And they pop in as needed. As needed. And this reminds me of Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers. Uh -huh. he, he won an award, I think a Lifetime of Achievement Award for his show. And part of his speech was he asked everybody to take a moment of silence and thank all the people that brought him to this point in their life. Just take a moment. Cool. Reminds me of what you're talking about. And they are all part of that soul plan. So when that feels right to you, maybe just take a moment and, and just feel the presence of others that have helped you along in what you consider right or wrong, because it's all valuable. And really embrace the love you received, acknowledge the light, love you're giving out, and is there harmony, is there balance, or again, it's neither right or wrong, but it may be an awareness tool for you is there a part of me that has difficulty giving love or receiving love? And that can be part of your soul plan. Could I'm be. working through that. But just when you said that, I just wanted to mention that, that that's such yeah. a wonderful acknowledgement yeah. that we have all these people and beings and trees and <laughs> animals. Like we have a lot of help. And that is the value of a soul plan is, is knowing that we aren't on this journey alone. No, we are not. This experience. And there's a lot of help and support and sometimes um, interference. <laughs> it feels like interference, but that's actually part of your soul plan. Yep. Who, who's going to interfere? And, and that gives me the determination, maybe. That brings me to a, the place where I'd like to start at. When we are in our soul plan actively, mm -hmm. when we are inactive in our soul plan, and potentially when we are in someone else's soul plan. Those are three distinctive areas that I think sometimes we fall. Mm -hmm. And it can get a little muddled, I'll say, when, when our soul plan crosses with another's and, and we're together. And then when we need to not be together. Do you see what I'm saying? Sometimes our soul plans yes. merge, mm -hmm. and then there's a time to let them go. And then, then I'm no longer part of it because I've agreed to work with you on this piece. Mm -hmm. Now you're moving your direction and I'm moving my direction. Sometimes we don't let that go and sometimes we hang on a little you bit stay longer. stay entangled, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect word. You stay entangled when it's not our time. And it can be a distraction to pay attention to someone else's life experience or life, you know, because... Then you're not you know, moving so yours. Yeah, as you move along, sometimes it can be, sometimes the restriction feels good. The distraction is helpful to the mental mind. It can That's be. how I observed it. It can be, yes. Yeah. And so it, that is one of the questions you can ask yourself each and every day. Am I participating in my soul plan today? So how do you notice when you're maybe looking at someone else's plan not paying too much attention to yours? Does it feel like interference or does it feel like, how does it, how do you, how do you recognize it? Um, for me, I, all of a sudden it pops in like, well, this is a complete distraction. This really has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Why are you so focused over here on this person? Yeah. Because, and, and it, and I'm not going to, I can't tell you the trigger that does that for me, yeah. but it, 
the awareness usually comes in. It's and sometimes that comes in, it comes in through perhaps the experience of judging. I'm judging someone else's experience mm-hmm. of right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, you know, we could call, I'm, I always call, you're like, you're nosy. Like, yeah. <laughs> why are you paying attention to someone else's life? And it's not that you're not interested. No. But when you're really paying so much more attention or getting involved with judgeness or righteousness or um, I know what's right. And there's, I think everybody's had that stream run mm-hmm. through like, I need to be right or I am mm-hmm. right. Right? And it's different than I know. Yes. It's different than I have this inner knowing this is best for me or maybe I'm having a sense this may be best for you. I can share this with you. But when I need to be right, you're doing something wrong. Or I was with people this weekend, they were talking about how couples bicker back and forth, right? Or parents. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that need to be right. That's when yeah. you're really not, perhaps, maybe that's part of your soul plan is to understand righteousness and power of another, what it is to be right as opposed to it is to be what it is to know. Maybe that's something you're developing. And you start your soul plan kind of at a maturity of your own soul mm-hmm. in physical form. So that's part of your soul plan, how you're going to evolve. But I loved how you said, looking at your soul plan, and earlier in the conversation, we had talked about having space, like is your soul actively involved, your soul having, mm-hmm. um, si- is it a silent time? And right now, for some, I see kind of a blank space on a soul plan. I see a lot of activity, like the beginning, you know, up from whenever they're born, like for me, the 96 mm-hmm. went about now. And I see a lot afterwards, but there's about six months to even two years where it feels like there's not a lot of activity going on. There's just more space. It's a different vibration frequency. It's like it's written in a different pen on the soul plan. And that's perfect because it allows the expansion of the mind and the heart and the body and the soul and the consciousness. The consciousness already expanded. And that's part of the soul plan. And it's a collective soul plan and an individual soul plan. And in this collective soul plan is this opportunity for humanity to expand in a way that we have not yet been able to hold this frequency. An individual, there's a space for, yes, I'm going to adjust to this frequency coming in. I'm going to play my fiddle in this new orchestration. Or maybe in some, it's like, this is enough. Mm-hmm. I've done. This feels right. This feels like this is, this is all I need to experience in this physical body. I don't need to understand new vibration. So it's, have you recognized it all, the space and the stillness, like when to be active in your soul plan and when to be quiet? Because it feels different. It feels very different. And I do totally get what you're talking about. Because that stillness quite often is where I get my most information. So when I am actively moving through my soul plan, I'm on purpose, I'm on task, I'm on whatever you want to call it, on mission, and, and my personality leads to being so focused on being that, that I sometimes forget to pause and listen. So I will pick up the most information when I'm in that pause mode, and that's when I hear. Doesn't mean I stop the other, but it's like I really, I resonate with both. And for me and my soul plan, it's very important to have both that very active, active, active piece and that very, I need my stillness, I need my quiet, I need my alone time so I can just be in that complete fullness of me so that I can hear. 
And I find this so interesting. It's so important to not negate either quality, mm -hmm. right? And then it's, and like I said, that stillness and that doing nothing, sometimes that's when the inspiration comes in and the direction comes in. And it's been a challenge I've seen for myself and others sometimes getting out of that. I'm productive, I'm productive, I'm productive. Mm -hmm. That Because that feels different in the space of just being and becoming a difference, a difference, whatever that may be for mm -hmm. you. Because mm -hmm. it is letting go of some old things that arrived that have been on your soul plan. Yes, they have. And have been on the collective soul plan what's productivity and what's, you know, mm -hmm. where's your worth and your value. Um, you need an outcome. Like, you need to, like, mm -hmm. have a time clock at the end of the day. And yeah. here's my receipt. I did so many hours of work, and now I get something back from it. Mm -hmm. I love that you're recognizing that yeah, and, it's, and allowing that. It's very important. And one of the tricks, you asked me earlier, I shouldn't say really a trick, you asked earlier about how I recognize that. I often, when I'm, when I'm asking myself if I'm on plan or if I'm distracted or whatever, if I'm looking at somebody else's whatever, I'll put my hand on my heart and I just say, is this mine? Is that this mine? Technique? And the heart doesn't lie. No. And it'll say, nope. Or yeah, yeah, you you agreed to this. Keep yeah. on task, you know. That is probably what I use the most often. Because I just it goes right to my heart then when it, it's that physical sense of I'm I'm listening to my heart, I'm still, I'm in a pause mode, and I'm asking, is this mine? And that, that brings you to complete awareness. That mm -hmm. hand in the heart, it just it it's in a containment of self. And you and I have both taught like the mm -hmm. grandchildren, other people mm -hmm. always like this is what you do, and sometimes mm -hmm. my grands remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I I love that technique. I know for me, I notice when I'm either been on a part of my soul plan that I need to shift out of, like mm -hmm. I've already I already have the wisdom here, or I'm looking at someone else's soul plan, getting involved in their life, I get irritated. Oh, when I get irritated, that's my clue. What am I irritated about? Okay, I'm doing something longer than is best for me, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the experience of thing that comes up with like, you know, um, financial responsibility, something like that. Okay. Could be, or it could be organization or it could be compassion, whatever. whatever it may be, right? Whatever mm -hmm. it may be. If I'm, if I'm really have it, but I'm still kind of playing in the sandbox, I don't need to have mm -hmm. that experience more. I'm getting irritated because it's like dragging out. Or if I'm looking at somebody else's, I'm not really paying my attention. I'm distracting myself from somebody else. Someone else. They yeah. start to get irritated. Like, well, why am I irritated? Like, that's none of my business. Mm -hmm. Curiosity's nice. Like, how else does the world navigate? I'm really interested. What can I learn from this? When for me, that's just my clue. I've mm -hmm. just learned over the years. Like, what? You, yeah, the irritation is something's off in me. Mm -hmm. And then I get to ask. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes irritation is the, it, it's a spotlight for me. Yeah. And I really, I found that that really is really helpful for me in being non-judgmental. Because is it mine? No. So then I know that it's no longer anything I need to participate in. But that's very clear to me that that it it's theirs to participate in. Yeah. It's it's someone else's, but it's not mine. So there's no judgment on while well, they're looking at that, and I'm not. That's theirs. This is mine. And it also helps when you see, like, nothing's happening to you. There's that no. phrase on that super, but you don't get to look at, like, okay, if there is, you know, I absolutely know there's a soul plan. We see it. We understand it. But, you know, maybe that's a concept. Start to see, well, this is part of a map. Mm -hmm. This is my map for this mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. How does this person bring this experience to me? 
Maybe they're maybe they are beating me over the head. Maybe, but what's my what am I gaining from this? Maybe I'm getting out of someone having some, power over me. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting out of not having a voice. Maybe I'm getting out of uh, maybe I'm having another flip in the coin of what it is to be abusive to someone mm-hmm. or be too suffocating, too much, you know, overly overly protected. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it may be, mm-hmm. there's a value that's like you said. It's not ju- you're not judging it. Just like, huh? What is this? And I think we come with our soul plan intact. Yeah. And correct me if this doesn't feel accurate to you, but it's pounding in my head here. So it's like, you may achieve your original soul plan and you are yay, hooray, hooray. You can choose to stay. Mm -hmm. You can create additions, addendums. You can have addendums and you can have four volumes if you want. Yes. You can choose to leave or you can choose to stay. And that's like a mind-blowing concept with this oh, that you got does, to choose. But you do choose. You choose when you're born. You choose when you leave. And you have different, you have different addendums and things. And you know, you choose like what family belief system I'm being mm-hmm. born into. What what's my parental structure? Do are there parents? What are my siblings? What economic structure? You know, where do I live in the world? Like, yep. what what's my gender? What's my um, ethnic and all that, it's, yeah, and you get to adjust, like you get to, and it's it is like you keep you can keep adding pages, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe this is a bigger soul plan you thought. It might take a couple lifetimes to to fully complete it. It you know, depends on what's it on may. it. It may, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's a whole new concept. But yeah, there's that free will and that choice. Exactly. Yeah. It, and again, like you said, hard to wrap yourself around some of it because. We have been trained, programmed, yeah. to believe that here's the plan, A to Z, yeah. and this is how we're going to get there. And then when you get to Z, it's done. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. been kind of the system when we've been. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, how you yeah. get or whatever. What we're trying to say is it's way freer than that. Yeah. And that's part of dropping the programming. It's in understanding there are multiple ways to get from here to here. Yeah. And even if you get from here to here, oh, guess what? There's from here to here again. I get to I get to do I more. Get, I get to do more. So and maybe you branch out and do different things. I want to understand this concept in this way. And like there's uh-huh. no there's no limitation to soul plan. Exactly. Sometimes sometimes the belief systems and the bodies and stuff kind of limits the expansion of the soul plan, right? Because mm-hmm. maybe for whatever reason the body's not in a place to support right for the life, right? There's always that potential. And that's what we're seeing now. I see many people, they complete the soul plan. They just say, whoop, I'm writing up a new one. Yep, let's go. I got let's more go. to add on. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. And that's a collective soul plan, too. It like is. We are going back further beyond than we it thought is. we could. I actually see that, oh, as a collective, we have not been this fully involved in the collective yeah. in eons. There are way more people aware of the collective Mm -hmm. of participating in the collective than there's been for oh i i'm like billions i mean way way and people are so much more aware of choice yes like they have so much more choice in their life and we've seen the pendulum just this last century we've seen the pendulum swing you know from i have i have no say in my life i'm oppressed with all these different you know movements that have come forward and that gives you some information see where that lands and how that you know, shifts the, the scenery around you and the landscape yes. around you. And then maybe we, you know, bring in another piece. Like it's this beautiful rhythm. We're getting to, we're understanding our own rhythm. And then we get to create a rhythm by bringing in other instruments and other participants and other 
Like it's just such a cool, it's such a, I got to find a better vocabulary than just cool. But, um, (laughs) I don't know, but that word's really been in mind lately. It's just like, oh, cool. (laughs) And you know, we use the word delight a lot. Like Mm -hmm. it really is a delight. It is such a delightful experience to drop into a physical body and to leave this free, expansive, ever creative, ever flowing environment without a body and like really drop into a limited field. It, you wonder what the heck. Yeah, <laughs> and that's right? true. But even people that have a really, you know, uh, hard life, there's moments of glory, and there's, you know, if you just those moments stretch out, mm-hmm. and they become more delightful when you can just see this. When you don't have the judgment, is this right or wrong? We have this belief that things are right and wrong, good and evil. Um, there's a lot of maybe in between there. Just it's a maybe. Well, maybe this is good. Maybe this is bad. It's it's a soul's evolution. There's yes. no right or wrong experience. It's what we come. It's to an interpretation. Yes. And how you and sometimes oh. you have to hold it in a place of gosh, this is really traumatic for me. It is sometimes. Yes. Yeah, I stubbed my toe. I don't want to do my stub my toe again. Yep. And there's there's support in your soul plan in multiple ways. Is this something I'm going to experience and hold this? base this understanding for maybe I hold it for 56 years maybe it's a two-week thing and I bring something else yeah but I think as we evolve we'll have a better understanding of our soul plan people, more people will be able to read their own soul plan but right now we have people that can do it for us and help us out and like isn't that wonderful like we have all these tools right in our right here like right in our hand I'm hearing the word grander it's like this enormous body of knowledge, wisdom, beauty, our essence, it's always there and present. So when you find yourself in a place of feeling less than or limited or simply down for whatever reason, look for that part of you. I mean, train yourself, if you will, that when you go down that path to just look at that spark that leads you to the, to the gloriousness, the magnificence of you, that will assist you in pulling yourself back into your plan and out of the distraction that might be taking you a different way. And I think that's, that's, they're showing me that's the mental clue that we need to pay attention to. Okay. You know, I mentioned a few minutes ago my vocabulary is very limited. Like I use the word cool or whatever, right, a lot. But let's start adding majestic and grand and glorious and magnificent. And, yes. Um, like I, uh, I can see the words, you know, this, like you're talking about this beautiful expression of self. It's... You know, you can feel the words, but it's just, it's, it, I keep hearing the word majestic too. It's yes. Like, let's paint with a broader palette. Like all, you know, you know, that box of crayons, you know, 64 crayons. Yeah. We, we start with kindergarten, we have six crayons, they're yeah. really fat, and then you start bringing these. Like, let's start bringing more color. And like, that's, let's go back to our spark, right? Yes. So just maybe remembering, I am this, as Renee saying, this beautiful, grand, majestic being, this human being, and this is a moment in my, my time. This is just a moment. This is just a, just a moment. brief moment. Just a moment. And more experience. of me understands. 
something different. Maybe yep. it's the opposite, or maybe it's just something a little bit different. But let's bring into our vocabulary who you really are. That's wonderful. Grandeur and splendor and magnificent, magnificent and glorious. And, yeah. Delightful. Maybe that, you know, I, I think I'll do it. Maybe that's something you guys want to do, the listeners, is start writing a new vocabulary for yourself and just see what words come to you. Yeah. You start with a piece of paper. And, I am. Da, da, yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da. And uh, isn't that, you know, when I, like when children learn how to talk, you know, what can, yeah. what can they express with? What goes good? I love that. If you're finding it's a hard time to find those words for yourself, be curious. Well, why is it hard for me to say I'm majestic and I'm beautiful? And, you know, you and I have both had experience we're with ourselves and others, like to even say, I love myself. Like that's yes. a, like that's, that's a major a huge one. shift. There's a mm -hmm. lot of belief systems around that, and I think for a lot of people, their soul plan is to be able to be in a place of self love. Absolutely, like, that's a major. That is actually a a global collective soul plan right now mm -hmm. to be in self love, to be in awareness, and to be eyes wide open. Very accurate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a great place to be right now, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's, it's magnificent. It's magnificent. It's marvelous. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> it is all of that. And I think that's a good thing to remember right now because there may be some unrest in your life. There's relationships changing. You know, there's a lot of change going on right now. It is part of your soul plan. It's part of the collective soul plan. And there's, there's, I want to say there's something, there is something better coming. Oh, yeah. Always. Always, and it's it's that non-space and non-judgment. And they want to add to today's oh, conversation. I was just going to say, so all you beautiful people, shine forth your magnificence, yeah. your majesty, yeah. and I'm just the glorious, wonderful eating that yeah. you are. And you know, one one addendum, right? Because we add to people do a lot of visionary boards, so that's been a thing. That's a microcosm of your soul plan. It is. It helps you understand your soul plan. Yep. So it kind of chunks it down. It's the same thing, but on a grander scale. So that works for you. You use that. But yes. you're also recognizing I'm tapping into my own wisdom here. This is already on my plan. This just helps me focus in to what I want and exactly. get out of my limitation of myself. Uh -huh. And that, yeah, so it's dream big, Glory. Hey, yeah. go for it. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Thanks, beauty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks, everybody. We are forever grateful to you, our listener. You inspire us to continue listening with our hearts. To share what we know and to expand love, peace, and joy within ourselves and others. Until next time, this is Christine Keeland and Renee Keen. Be love, give love, and receive love.